And what's going on, guys? And welcome to the Benches Cleared Podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports. I am Jesse Gutierrez. I represent the side of the San Francisco Giants, who are technically 3-2 and two right now for the week, and they're tied with the Mariners. I'm going to call the win. Confidence is the key. I'm going to go 4-2, and two, what I was hoping for this week. And I'm Tyler Coe, and I represent the Los Angeles Dodgers, who went a definitive 4-2 and two last week. However... Right now, it's maybe looking like a four and three. We're down five to two to the D backs. We'll see. The four D-backs and two for suck. sure. I, I, I think I have. Well, they also got the shit kicked out of us for three games in a row. They got to break it eventually. So maybe, uh, maybe not. The Dodgers went four and two last week, which four and two is great. However, if you look at it from the perspective that we, you know, finally lost a series this season, which we were the last team eventually. to do so, of course. But those two games that we lost to the Rockies, the bullpen just didn't look good. And, I mean, the bullpens looked pretty damn good for 40-plus games this season. So, eventually, they're going to have, you know, a, a couple hiccups. So, it's a little troublesome, but you also have to think Justin Turner wasn't playing in both those games. Mookie Betts had one of those games entirely off. So, we didn't have two of our best hitters out there. Um, but with how the Padres are playing – it's a little scary. If we lose tonight and the Padres win and it looks like they're going to, they're going to be four games back of the Dodgers and they are playing great baseball. So four and a half games, bro. There's only like 12 games, 15 games left. They can't, they can't scoop up four games. The one seed is crazier. Things have happened. Well, no, no, no. The one seed is safe. The playoff berth is safe. No, the one seed. I'm going to say this now. Okay. I don't care what happens. You can have your Chipotle gift card back. If they don't get the one seed, I'll, I'll give it back to you. All right, you but, heard it here first. But uh, Chipotle for me, uh, uh, fuck you, Tyler. Anyways, they're getting the first. They're getting the one seed. It is what it is. If they're not. I mean, if it was maybe twenty games, and maybe see if there's no way they're gonna gain. They would have to gain what four, five games to to overreach it to make it in in fifteen games. That's four five games. games. Jesus. Uh, uh, we'll see. I mean, I really don't. I really hope. But it'd be four games are tied. And obviously, they have a better record against them. So they they got they got the one seed. They got the one seed. Okay, they got it. Okay. See, you know, it, it's really easy to overanalyze things when you're sitting at the top. It is. But yeah, it's. I'm sure. I mean, you don't know what that feels like right now, but I don't. And that's fine because I'm actually for the first time in like three years watching other games intensely rooting for other teams that are my own because the Giants are in a wild card hunt. Yeah, they're it, in the wild card. And I feel the same way right now. I'm trying to if we weren't podcasting right now, I'd have the Mariners Giants game and then the Dodgers D backs game because the Mariners are hot and they're coming for that second spot for the Astros. Dude, and I, should we talk it would be about the Yankees so- right now? Dude, that is crazy. Let me just say that I think, I don't remember. I mean, I remember I picked the Rays to win the American League. No, you, just you, what you said is the Yankees were going to win the division, but the uh, the um, the Rays were going to um, be in the World Series this right. year. And the Yankees well, would have won the division if they weren't hurt. Therefore, I was right. Don't Never give me that. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. Don't give me that ever. 
Okay, if, if, if your team is hurt and you suck because of it, that means your team has no depth. That means that's what your record is. I don't want to hear about oh, this. That's just like saying, oh, we didn't win because we just, did, we just didn't score enough runs. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally back depth. what you're saying, and especially when it applies to the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't care less. I mean, dude, the Toronto Blue Jays, they're hot. The Mariners I want the, are hot. I want the Toronto Blue Jays to go far, dude. Teams, especially the Mariners, teams that I said at the beginning of the year, well, it's not like the Mariners are going to be competing. And <laughs> Marlins. Man, and the Marlins. Marlins and, man, they're shooting all though. over of us. Which sucks because they just destroyed uh, Atlanta today. They beat them like 8-0. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I still say they're going to come to earth. They're going to have to play like five double headers. Nah, they're not going to be in. Well, actually, shit. Because the thing is, is the Mets keep losing. The Reds keep losing. Maybe they are going to be there. The Reds, talk about a disaster. The Reds, who I predicted to play the Dodgers in the NLCS. It's, their pitching has came through. Their pitching – well, their bullpen's not that great. But um, their offense is just so bad, which is so weird. Castellano, Moustakis, Joey Votto, like it just – I don't be, get it. Sonny Gray, Bauer, Bauer, they've looked, they've looked so good. Great. But I love Trevor. I love Trevor Bauer's antics too lately too. I, I'm I'm a fan of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna state that now. I'm gonna be on that train. Oh yeah, I, I mean, but the, this is the thing, you know, when we talk about our predictions at the beginning of the year, this just proves that dude, no one knows. Like that's why I love baseball so much. I feel like other yes. sports, you have a pretty good idea of. There might be a couple teams that squeak in, but baseball is always just such a crapshoot. There's, there's always disappointments. And there's always that team that that's better, that's that's good out of nowhere. Which which oh, yeah. that's just why I hate the whole idea of swept or be swept. You know, um, you have to tank hard, or you got to be one of those top five teams competing for a World Series, or you should just tear down, sell everyone. Like draft picks aren't like that valuable as far as like getting from you know seven to lose a bunch to get down to three. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's not like football where that that much value loses in 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 just that short span of 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 the draft. So if you have the opportunity to go for it, fucking go for yeah. it. Like yeah, Agreed. don't don't give up your prospects, but ride it out. Don't sell everyone. Yeah, look at the Baltimore Orioles. They're like two games out of a playoff spot. I mean, it's really been crazy and especially when you think about, you know who the best team in New York is? The Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> <laughs> They've been the best New York baseball team this whole season. I, mean, I it's forgot. Crazy. I felt like you just took me on a ride right now <laughs> because I forgot, right? And he said, the best team in New York. And I'm like, oh, the, the uh, Yankees are shitty. Oh, he's talking about the Mets. Wait, the Mets are shitty. And then you hit me with the Buffalo. And I was like, oh, Bam. God, in my head. Damn. Yeah, took, you just took me. Yeah, you know, uh, I like pe- taking people on emotional roller coasters. And speaking of which <laughs> – Someone who took me on an emotional roller coaster this week is our my stud of the week, who's hot right now, my boy, okay. Corey Seager. New segment alert. New segment alert. What are we calling this now? Who's hot? Who's not? We haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. We'll, we'll right now we're going to go, who's hot and who's a dud? Doesn't rhyme. We'll be getting a bigger one in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, Corey Seager's hot. He's been hot the whole season. He, yeah. uh, I'm not he, sure if you can call him hot. Mars just He's destroying right now. Right, he's just been—he's just been an inferno this whole season. Um, 
but he's been great. And I don't really have the numbers in front of me because I'm watching multiple games yeah. here at once. Uh, but it's but good. My, but my dud of the week, excluding tonight where he hit a home run, is Gavin Lux. Why the fuck is he up here? I don't want he's him on the team. Prospect in baseball. You got to give him care. some time. I, I know care. you are just so – doing totally fine without him. And ever Ooh, but since he's come up – Hey, Kike. I thought I hated K- – I love Kike. I don't like Gavin Lux. Uh, well. Call our boy Zach McKinstry. He can hit. <laughs> he's not just going to go up there. Gavin Dude, Lux is hit. the new Austin Barnes. He's just an automatic strikeout. That's all we're going to We're going to keep this clip, and I'm going to save it. And when he has an MVP season, you're going to look – I hope Lux. it doesn't happen. Cool. Gavin Lux, you can keep – save this clip. Gavin Lux will never hit over 300 in a season, ever. Wow. The number two prospect in baseball is not – I don't see that's it. That's a bold statement. That's a bold statement. It. We're just talking shit about our own teams now. This isn't even – like, I don't understand where this is going. But this that's, is crazy. That's what, a true, that's, that's what a true fan is. Anyone who looks at their <laughs> yeah, you team – Yeah, you can't be a homer. Yeah, with these rose-colored glasses is a fucking nerd. Yeah. And then don't know you got to be critical when criticals do. And he hasn't produced yet. Uh, you know, he's expected to be good because he is a number two prospect in baseball. Um, but, yeah, you, you, you got to produce before uh, before you uh, get any real titles. Yeah. Segue into our second newest segment, uh, the fuck you of the week. Or as Farhan likes to say, fuck that guy. You can quote me on that. We're giving the fuck you of the week to Joe West. Don't know his full name, but I'm guessing it's Joseph Joseph West. Kicking out Mike Rizzo for yelling at him in the press box. I hate this, you know, the, the generation after us always saying how millennials are so sensitive, which I'll, I'll take the L. I know it's, I know it's pretty true with, with a good portion of us, and I understand that. But these fucking umpires are so sensitive. Bryce Harper getting kicked out because he's trying to talk to a guy about his foul hit just wanted to talk to him, wasn't yelling at him. He's getting kicked. Like, you can't even speak to umpires. They can't take any criticism. They want guys thrown out. It's bullshit. Joe West, fuck you. Um, one, one thing that was brought up, oh, was, uh, I think it was because he wasn't wearing a mask. He's in a luxury suite by himself. He doesn't need to wear a mask. I don't under, like, we need to stop this whole, everyone needs to wear a mask, right? Everyone needs to wear a mask when they're around people. That's what it is to knock down your droplets, right? But if you're by yourself, I, I hate seeing Zoom meetings where people are wearing masks. Like, that's for show. That is for show. Like, th- th- that's why people don't – no matter what, people should take it seriously. Listen to fucking scientists. But that's why people don't take it seriously because, like, well, why are you wearing a Zoom? Like, you're by yourself in your house. You're wearing a mask. Like, Buster Posey said, what are we doing here? Like, let's, let's, be, let's be mindful, okay? Let's be real. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. And also – Gavin Lux just dropped the ball on the transfer for a double play. So, another reason, <laughs> dud of the That's week. That's what happens when you talk shit about your guy. Yeah, whatever. Now we're going to talk up some people, a team that's, that's on the up and up, and we're going to talk about last week. We're going to dive into it with a good friend of ours. You can find him on Twitter, at Steven Risotto. And I would like to welcome into the Benches Cleared podcast, my guy from you know him from the Rizzocast podcast, Stephen Risotto. What's going on, my guy? How you feeling? I'm doing well. Thank you guys for having me on. No problem, man. Thanks for taking the time to talk a little bit about Giants last week. Uh, it was pretty successful. I said before on on 
on last week's podcast. Obviously, you listened, Stephen, because you're a avid listener. That's what we're telling everybody. Um, that we needed to take uh, three or four with the Diamondback series, and we did. A little shaky on uh, when we lost that first game. Still hoping that we pull out of um, this Mariner series um, with with a sweep. I know they're hot, but I think we, we could do it. Uh, how are you feeling about last week? Oh yeah, last week was great. You know, I think. Uh, the offense had some good games. So did the pitching. You know, the pitching staff, if you look at some of those games last week, I believe there was a couple, um, you know, two run, you know, the opponent scored two runs and that was it. So the uh, the starting pitching looked good. The bullpen looked really good. And I think that's one thing that we have to give Gabe Kapler credit as of late. You know, the bullpen has so many question marks, still does, but I think he's doing a better job managing it. And it's not a strong suit, but he's he's kind of settling in a little bit. But um, I think one of the high notes in that series, and you guys will agree, we got to see Madison Bumgarner on Saturday night. So yeah, yeah. I mean, technically he didn't do that, but he gave up the long ball, which you know he 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 does. But it was only two solo shots. It wasn't that bad. Um, you know, he probably would have stayed in longer if it wasn't for the pitch count his his first time back. But um, as you were talking about, offense is absolutely killing it, and. Um, it's it's really weird because we were saying at the beginning uh, of the season the only way that the Giants are going to compete is because there it is, Dubon goes yard. Fuck you. Um, the only way they're going to um, compete is if they scrape enough runs and just the pitching is just out of this world and it has just been the complete opposite. Nothing that you know like that we're used to seeing. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think a couple weeks ago they had the most hits in the big leagues or were on the top five for most hits in the big leagues, which I mean, top four, top four in runs four. average and hits. Mm-hmm. And they're scoring a lot of runs at home, which is unheard of. Yeah. Um, it's, it's amazing because Oracle park usually never plays like it's playing, but you know, here in California, we've kind of had a hot streak in terms of weather. Um, we are seeing maybe some juice baseballs. I don't know how far you want to go into that conspiracy. And also the uh, the right field arcade has kind of that barrier now, which is closing mm-hmm. in a lot of the wind tunnels. But, I mean, this offense is looking really good. And if they could pitch, because, you know, if you look at most great teams in baseball, they could pitch. So yeah. if they're going to compete, it's going to, you know, they're going to win games and lose games on the mound. So they got the offense right now. Guys like, you know, Flores, you know, Solano continue to be nice additions for Farhan Zaidi. Uh, and also the veteran guys, you know, Brandon Belt. Have we seen Brandon Belt hit the ball like he's hitting right now? Like, oh do you goodness. think he's going to – like, how long do you think Dick's um, and Belt's hot streak is going to go? Uh, Belt usually goes for pretty long. Um, he just knows the right pitches to, to hit, it seems like. And Amy G was mm-hmm. mentioning this earlier tonight. But, um, you know, Dickerson's a, a good find too. And, you know, you another credit to Farhan Zaidi. You look at these guys like Dickerson and Solano – and on paper, they look like complimentary players, but these guys are playing really, really well. Yeah. Um, and Dickerson, not just offensively, we saw him dive for – make a diving catch in left field. Yeah, um, yeah. Extended dick. <laughs> exactly. So this is – I mean, this is – these are good, you know, players all the way around, and uh, they're, they're getting hot at the right time. Brandon yeah. Belt, it, doesn't, doesn't Brandon Belt have the second – he has like the second best OPS in all of baseball, I think. Oh, yeah. It, and he missed the first, what, week? Week of the season? I think, too, it's, yeah. it has to do with the fact that, I mean, in, in a long, in a regular season, you know, Bell gets on these hot streaks, and, and, you know, there's 100 more games left when he gets on the hot streak. So, obviously, it's not going to last this long. But, I mean, with, 
you know, what, 17 more games, 16 more games that we have the rest of the year, I feel like maybe he sees a light at the end of the tunnel so he can maybe extend it a little bit more and, shit, maybe into the playoffs. Extend it for 12 more years. Give him the Mookie contract. Fuck it. <laughs> exactly. And the thing about Belt and guys like Belt, uh, this goes for Brandon Crawford and Evan Longoria too. These guys have a yeah, chip Longo's on been their good. shoulders. Yeah, these guys have a chip on their shoulders. They have something to prove. This is a whole new uh, staff that they don't know them from Tom, Dick, or Harry. So, you know, it's, it's, it's different because, you know, Brandon Belt, everybody's been saying for years, here comes Bart, here comes Bart. Posey's going to go to first. Maybe Bart's going to go to first. It belts the odd man out in every single one of those discussions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know what? He's He's got a year left, I believe, after 2021. His contract is up. So maybe we see a trade. I know that's been kind of rumored for a long time now, but uh, he's Yeah, it's probably a little bit more, more likely because uh, yeah, he has a lot argue, more value right now. Yeah, you could argue he's playing his way onto a different team. Yeah, and I, I want to touch back to what you were talking about with Kapler because, honestly, I was probably someone who was a lot more very critical of Kapler His because uh, I'm a big starting pitcher guy. I love to see it when starters go deep into games and when they look good, why the hell are you taking them out type shit. But, honestly, he's made a lot of adjustments. Uh, he's not just kind of you know putting his foot in the ground. And, you know, I think if we're going to yell at him for the dip in the bullpen, we need to also congratulate him for the uh, surge of offense. So – you know, I, I'm going to give a, a, a big approval right now to Kapler and um, also uh, apologize to him, too, for uh, yelling at him for not, you know, bringing up Bart right away. And because uh, obviously there were some growing pains. You, you, you could see it. You know, it, it, it just seemed like it was a, a service time thing at the beginning. But then when you see him come up and he's has a lot of misplays, a lot of swing and miss, which he's going to have, you could see like, OK, maybe he I mean, he deserves to be here, but like. Him being down for the first couple of weeks, it was like, okay, it's it's understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to your first point about Kapler, um, we have to look at who the last guy was that had this job. It was Bruce Bochy, and he's going yeah. in the Hall of Fame, and Kapler is not Bruce Bochy. Nobody's Bruce Bochy, and he had growing pains along I can be the Bruce way. Bochy. <laughs> you know, it was it – was, it, Bruce Bochy had, can read. Yeah, to Bruce <laughs> that's a cheap shot, but I like it. Yeah, that's um, that was that was. I've told that to you with confidence. That was a confession. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, but uh, you know, Kapler. Um, an interesting thing about him is his bullpen management was not well liked in Philly. It was not something he's known for there, and maybe it costed him his job. We don't know, but he didn't have a normal spring, um, and it was it was a tough. Uh, you know, so getting him kind of those first couple weeks to figure things out. Uh, his bullpen management looks a lot better. I'd, I'll say better, not fantastic. There's still some eyebrow raisers in that group. Yeah. Um, but his lineups look strong. I mean, this is a team oh, based yeah. on platoons, and he's playing it. He's playing it the way that they need to be played. So, um, and his coaching staff. That's something that Bochy didn't do. Bochy mm-hmm. left in belt when he was ice cold. Crawford when he was ice cold, and barely played Solano when he was like had the best average of the whole team. So. You know, you got to give credit where credit's due. And, and honestly, if, if Kapler sees these guys to the playoffs, I think he deserves a lot of the credit. Uh, and, and speaking of, of playoffs, right now, well, t- technically the Marlins won. So if we win today, we would still be in that seventh spot, I believe, um, which should be bullshit if they don't have to play all their games, by the way. But they would be uh, slated to play against the Braves. I know the Braves aren't as good as the Dodgers, right? But the Giants play the Dodgers well. Who do you? Who would you rather see in uh, in the first round? I would say the Dodgers 
I would say the Dodgers because the Giants have yeah, not seen you, the Braves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Giants have not seen the Braves. And, you know, they are not horrible against L.A. I know the recent memory we had against them was that doubleheader where everything just went wrong and balls were finding <laughs> The only time they've been shut out all yeah, year was two yeah. games. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I would say the Dodgers, um, and somebody was talking about this, and that's kind of how I got the thought, but I would say the Dodgers. Um, I think the Giants would much rather want to play spoiler. You know, they're an under-the-radar team as is. They're not expected. If they do get in, they're not expected to go any further than the first round, mm-hmm. I'd imagine. Um, yeah, they have nothing to lose no matter what. No matter who they see, they see the Braves. Like, they get if they get pecker slapped by the Dodgers or the Braves 10-0 to two games, it's like, well, they were there. That's good Good for them. You know, and if, if the Dodgers lose one game, three to two, even on a bad call, there's going to be a whole bunch of questions raised, and it's – it's only bad for the Dodgers. Honestly, I I think I would be with you because um, I've been saying this probably for like two years now that, you know, you'd want to see them because they play them so well. But just knowing that they lost Max Freed for a little – I'm not sure how, how long he's gone for. And their pitching is pretty shitty. Um, and Baroka offenses too. get cold. Oh he's, oh, he's been out for a minute. Is yeah. he out for the season? Yes, he had the torn Achilles – Oh, that's right. I do remember that. Which yeah, raises so, the question of why they got rid of Fulton Evich. I'll never understand. Well, that was – I think they got rid of Fulton Evich. Yeah, uh, I know, but why that, wouldn't you so. keep him as just a back of the rotation? Yeah, when you have no depth. Like, especially with the expanded rosters, I mean, I don't yeah. know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah. to kind of piggyback what you guys are saying, I don't want to play the Giants in the playoffs in the first round. I don't want to play the Rockies either. I want to play the Marlins. So I hope to God oh, the Marlins know. somehow slot in that eight spot. Uh, I don't know why, but we the Giants suck against the Marlins too. So um, that that would that would kind of well we wouldn't there would be no way we're playing them unless we play them at the very end. But um, there's just I don't know, I, I I also feel a lot of I'm I'm very like superstitious and very like odds type thing. Like for instance, I'm happy that Seattle's hot because that means their hot streak's gonna end. So you know you're what I'm a saying? Vegas guy. Uh, I don't put money on it because I'm cheap, but I guess you could say that. And and so basically what I'm saying is, is the Dodgers got knocked out the first round last year. I feel like there's no way they're getting knocked out the first round this year. So that's also goes to part of you wanted to see the Braves first. I don't know, man. Three games is terrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Terrifying. It's like you were saying, if we, if we lose 3-2 to the Giants, imagine if that's game one. Like, the pressure is already on the Dodgers, but imagine if you lose game one in a three-game series. I mean, Jesus, the pressure is going to be huge. Especially if it's, like, on, like, a bad call. You know what I mean? Something that should be overturned, but it's too close. It gets in guys' heads. It carries over to the next game. You're done. Well, who even knows if we'll have Walker Bueller ready to go for the playoffs, too. So Yeah. Well, I mean, you also got the – I know Kersh, technically Kershaw postseason whatever, but at the same time, He's he hasn't pitched the full year, so I don't think he's gonna be as worn. Um, so that's that's definitely a huge part of it. Um, but as we're talking about players, let's get into our who's hot and who's the dud of the week. Uh, we're gonna go with who's hot first, and of course you got to go with hot dick full extension hitting 450 with three home runs, seven RBIs, and a couple walks last week. Um, that's not even including tonight's game, which. He's already one for two with a bomb. So, yeah, Dick, he's been he's been fantastic and a great find. Um, 
and Kapler has been having him hit up in the order. He's been in the two hole. Um, and it's, it was great to see him kind of walk off that, that hit by pitch or not the hit by pitch, but he fouled the ball off of his knee. Yeah. Um, hit by him. So yeah. And also I would put a fun component in this and I'd say that he's also under the hot section because he's trying to kill cardboard cutouts in the heads in the stands. Mm-hmm. So we've got to give him extra points for that because that. Is are you nice there, point. Steven? What? Are you, are you there? Are you, you have a cardboard cutout? Oh, um, no, I don't. I don't have a cardboard cutout. You didn't get suckered into it. I, I did. I think spirit. I was just I'm so pumped on it. Sucker. I, uh, I, yeah, I, I bought one for me and my dad for Father's Day. I, I was, I was so pumped on it. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm closer to right field. So, Dostoevsky's not throwing at anybody. So I'm not gonna get in anybody. Yeah. So if you get it back and the head is gone, then you really can't be able. Then you really won't be able to talk. So just keep that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be too much. Uh, and now to, to talk about the dud of uh, of this week. Unfortunately, it's going to go to Tyler Anderson. Um, his second. I mean, he only had one start this uh, this week, but we're going to also kind of piggyback on his last start. I mean, both starts he went four innings. Last week he gave out uh, seven runs, and this week it was four <laughs> runs. So, you know, I, I do you think he's really going to stay in the rotation when Smiley gets back? Uh, he's very expendable. Uh, he could pitch out of the bullpen. He did it a little bit. He could be a swingman type if they need it. Um, and you know, you got to wonder how safe Trevor Cahill is. Um, so, I don't understand that. You know, he looks good every single time. Do you think he was, he was taken out early because of the little hip thing he's got? I, I don't know. That must've been it. He was pitching really good up until that point. Um, yeah, I thought he was hurt. Like I was like, Oh shit, he's down. Yeah. He's and then got like really nothing came sinker. out. And I was just kind of like, I don't know what's going on here. You know, I would say that Cahill is more expendable uh, for the reason that he's cheap. And he was at the alternative training site for a good amount of time. And, you know, guys like Smiley have money being owed to them. Uh, it's not a lot, but it's something. And um, But I think they're, they're eager to get Smiley back. Um, a guy like Samarja, maybe not so much. I don't know what's happening there. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, they might, they might slot him in the bullpen and be like, dude, just unleash if just give us an inning but just unleash and just see what happens i mean can't be that bad it can't can't be any worse you know clean up clean up yeah be the I mean, guy they that even... comes in and yeah be the guy that comes in and and uh in the six run leads or um actually you know what no lead <laughs> is safe now based on no these past couple safe. years no lead safe <laughs> just all right for the rest of the year no <laughs> <laughs> all right i think we're gonna uh wrap it up and go to what we call our softball questions because they're not really rapid fire it's a little bit like a slow pitch because we're gonna um you know make you explain yourself if 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 you uh come out of pocket so um we're gonna get into it we're gonna go what would be your walk-up song my walk-up song would actually be living on a prayer by john bon jovi that that's a song you probably did not hear coming from a mile away (laughs) but um so in high school in our high school newspaper newsroom that was the hype up song like that was it. Really? We, had a, we had a teacher who was a big Bon Jovi fan. The advisor was, um, and I feel like I would turn it into, cause I'm a pitcher. I don't hit. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't hit at all in high school as a PO best job on the planet. So if I'm running in from the bullpen, <laughs> if I'm running in from the bullpen and you want to get the crowd to sing along and hyped up, that is the song to do it. So I'm going to go Bon Jovi yeah. living on a prayer. I'm not sure. question. Sorry, let me, let me let me take this no, one. Go for it. I'm, I got you. I, I, I shut my ass up. 
so I, I see these videos on Twitter, on Instagram all the time of P.O.'s last game of the season, finally getting in at bat, hitting bombs. Did you ever get that experience? Did you get one at bat as a P.O.? So my junior year, I I went one for three. I came off the bench at the beginning of the year, got a single up the middle. Nice line drive piece, nothing much. Um, and I believe – I think I fly hey, out and brag. strike I out like the next two. Up the middle, no big deal. Okay. Yeah, it's like whatever. Yeah. Hey, but I mean, and this, just... uh, this past year, this past year, you know, obviously COVID kind of shut down the senior year. So I wasn't able to have that, but I don't think I got in that bat, but I came in, I, I think we played like four games. I pitched in all of them out of relief, but you know, to be a PO as a reliever, it's the best job because you get to sit down, watch the game and nobody on my team knew how to keep score. So that was what I was doing. Come in, pitch a couple <laughs> innings, pitch a couple innings and sit back, sit back. Uh, yeah. Can't talk. I can't talk now. Sit back down <laughs> and then you're done. You're done. No so that, that's your day. That's your day. Then, you know, maybe pitching coach says, Hey, go run a few polls and you do that. And next day you do it again. So it's and fun. That does sound pretty sweet. And you get to just say that you're a career 333 hitter. Yeah. You don't exactly. give everyone exactly. specifics. You're and in practice. And in practice, they give you a phantom position. They don't call it this. They just say, because, you know, you got to do the uh, the whole infield, outfield stuff. So my fake position was second base. So if I screwed up at second base, you know, no, nobody really said anything because they're like, oh, he, you know, we just need somewhere for him to go. <laughs> uh-huh. so. Well, th- here's the thing, Steven. We wouldn't have checked tape. You know, I feel like this is the opportunity where you could have been like, yeah, I mean, I hit one, like 400 feet dead center. But, you know, you know, it, no it is. Deal. We wouldn't have checked the box score. Dude, we, the we, stats we are online. Have... Stats are online, man. Maxpreps.com. Are they? Maxpreps.com. Yep, you'll yeah, you'll see the zero ERA. Even my adult league guess, rec league has stats online, bro. You can't <laughs> just you can't escape this. You can't lie. I guess it's yeah. game changer. It's game I guess changer. You never, change it, you never have to change your story, and that's mm-hmm. pretty nice. Um, so if you were in the major leagues, which I mean, I guess you being a pitcher, I guess this would definitely be who would you strike out. But you can also answer who would, who you want to hit a bomb off of too. No rules oh, here. Okay, I'll do both. I would want to strike out. Um, Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, let's start with who I'd want to hit a bomb off of. Mm-hmm. And that would probably be Jacob deGrom. Because I hear all the time that this guy's the hardest guy to pick up, hardest fastball to pick up, late movement, all that. So I'd probably want to go deep off him. Um, hit the apple in center field at City Field. Yeah. Um, not that <laughs> okay. uh, and then, oh, strikeout, that's a good one. Uh, I'd probably, you know, I got to go with Jock Peterson. Because that would be, you know, with the Dodger trend here. Out of left um, field, what? That, yeah, Jock <laughs> Peterson, pride of Palo Alto, California. Uh, I'd strike him out because he looks like he's swinging the go deep every single time. And yeah, he'd probably, probably fall probably over if I threw him like an ethos pitch or something. I was going to say mm-hmm. that, that, you know, we're always expecting like Mike Trout or Jock Peterson <laughs> strikes out a third of the time he's at the plate. <laughs> I feel like that's just not saying much. Like, yeah. you know, I could probably strike out Jock Peterson. Yeah, so that was more – you were given practical answers and not like, you know. The, okay, the, fine. The Tony Gwynn. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, so I know, I know you're, in, you're in high school, so this wouldn't really – I'm in college uh, now, man. Got called up. Well, te- you, okay, well, you're one year removed from high school, right? A few months so removed from high school. Usually, usually bring this up to, to make fun of your stuff, what you used to listen to. So we're going to go back – and say middle school jam. What was your favorite middle school jam? Ooh, what did they play at the dances? I'm trying to think. Um, 
You don't want to know you what know. they play to my, my middle school dances. No, you I don't want to hear that. Uh, my neck, my back. <laughs> oh, my. Oh. That Kaya they song? Played that, they played that shit at my middle school dances, and people my age are upset about WAP. Same that's shit. Just, okay. Mm-hmm. That's Sorry, way worse than WAP. Song. Look it up. Yeah, it is. I can't believe they played yeah. that shit. Yeah. So if we're talking middle school, I mean, what was popular back then? I mean, they had uh, – I know – I remember – I remember in fifth grade they had the big the the Gundam style with the the South Korean artist oh, Psy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I think at one point that was the only thing I had on my iPod. Um, oh you know, man, song. that's hilarious. Um, and that's back when people used to spend money on actual songs. Yeah, which, you, you paid a dollar for that. You paid a dollar. Oh for yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the only one I could think of off the, off the uh, top of my head. That's no, that's perfect. That's exactly what we we're looking for. Um, favorite unreleased. <laughs> I mean, we're looking for things that are worse, but that's that's no, that's it. that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You guys are definitely trying to get Taylor Swift out of me, which uh, <laughs> hey, um, don't hey, hey don't, that's don't be talking about, bad about T, T- Swivy. Yeah. I think I think guys so, our age all um, love it. So favorite yeah, unreleased rule. That might be a favorite. joke for your generation, but we take that shit seriously here, right? <laughs> Uh, so favorite unwritten rule, um, you know, I, I like the, I really like the bat flips. I think it, it, it unloads some emotion on the game. You know, there's so many athletes being lost to football and NBA cause they just look cooler. You know, they look cooler. Yeah. These guys are having fun baseball. You know, there's a certain strict code that you have to follow, but you're having fun playing basketball and football. You know, you just turn on the TV. There's a LeBron yeah. James screaming. Trash um, talk. I love it. Yeah. So, but if you bat flip, here's the deal. Let's use Jock Peterson. Uh, sorry to use him again, but oh, Jock Peterson bat yeah, flip. Yeah, you're not, Tyler's not a huge Jock Peterson fan. So I think I'm, really, I'm really not. So go ahead. <laughs> okay. so, so Jock hits a homer, bat flips, okay? With that bat flip, he is subject to get a fist pump from the pitcher the next time around if the pitcher strikes him out. So that's my rule on that. Um, oh, you're making up. And I know the hot okay. one is the three. Yeah, the hot one, um, the three zero swing three zero. Fan of that too. Uh, if you don't want to give up a three zero fastball down the middle for a home run, don't get the three zero in the first place. Uh, that's yeah. probably not a good idea. Um, but there are certain times where you probably shouldn't. Like if you need base runners, you're behind by two. You know, last three innings, and probably not a good idea. But um, yeah, I think I, people don't swing at it for for strategy reasons. Because if the guy can't throw a strike, take your base. Don't get a, you know, the small chance that you're gonna like line out or something. You know. Yeah, but, but when 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 you're you're crushing the other team, sure that that should be a more comfortable time for you to get the green light. Because you know if your team doesn't want yeah. you to keep scoring runs, then you know stop giving up runs. So yeah. it's, it's easy. Drop dick. Why not? Um, favorite wrestling move and bonus question: What player would you use it on? I guess oh, why I would it be John Peterson? <laughs> It wouldn't be Jock because I think he's got some some um, some power. So I'm not a big wrestling guy, but I do know that um, I do know I, I've seen the drop technique used, and that seems fun. Um, I don't know what it's called. I don't know the uh, the name of it. The so, RKO is um, that what you're talking about? Yeah, have a guy over kinda your shoulder. Like, like oh, maybe not. Who would you yeah, use I, it? Yeah, on? I don't know. 
Oh God, it's got trying to get seven. an ad. We're just trying to yeah, get negative ad right now. It's you know, it's I don't want to go with a with a small guy because you know Jock Peterson that was a cheap shot earlier. I'll admit with the strikeout question, um, but somebody decent sized um, and not Bartolo Colon either because that's I mean I would suffocate <laughs> and probably die. Um, oh man, who is you know I guess you know oh that's a good question. Who would I use it on? Who's the most hated guy? Maybe Joe Gallo. He's he's pretty like that's a that's a big dude. That's a big boy. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. We'll go with Joe for a living legend. Miguel Cabrera. I mean, there's so many you could do. Yeah, you know, do you want bragging rights? I don't want to hurt his ankle. Yeah, damn, that's cold blooded. Yeah, I would still Um, call Stunner Barry Bonds for sure. (laughs) Fuck you. Even though he's a little bit smaller now, you couldn't get your hand around his head. Okay. Yeah, his head's ten sizes smaller now. You can't get your arm around his head to do a stone cold stunner properly. So fuck you, Tyler. All right, last question, Stephen. What's your favorite activity outside of baseball? Uh, podcasting and writing. That's kind of my niche. Uh, Is that how you say that? Niche. 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 Whatever. Um, However you want to go about it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. My thing. That's kind of my thing. Um, you know, outside, I was debating if I wanted to play college ball. Probably can at a JC here that I'm going to, but you know, broadcasting, writing, that's kind of something that I wanted to go down for a long time now and getting the opportunity to do it and getting the opportunity to get educated on it. It's awesome. So glad that uh, social media has helped with that to get the word around. Um, and hopefully uh, I'll be in a big league press box near you soon. <laughs> we'll be checking, make sure to be checking them out. Rizzo cast. Thanks for coming on, man. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. My guy. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. Have a good yeah, one. Thanks, brother. As always, this episode is brought to you by Renovation Candle Company. Renovation Candle Company, pumping out the best fall candles in the game. Use promo code BENCHES at checkout for 20% off your entire order. Yeah, it's always candle season, right, when it comes to renovation candles. But fall is extra special candle season. Right. Celebrate the season right. Get some candles. You probably ain't going to be able to uh, trick-or-treat for Halloween, so might as well make it smell like Halloween. Get some good candles. And make sure to be following us on Twitter, at BenchesCleared.P, or on Instagram, at BenchesCleared.Podcast. Make sure to be participating in all of our polls. Add us to be featured. Tell us your trash talk. Talk some shit to us. We'll Tell put us you your on. reasons why you don't like Gavin Lux. <laughs> Tell us your reasons why you suck, why Tyler sucks, why Tyler sucks, not Gavin Lux. And we'll put you on. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week. I'm saying fuck Aubrey Huff.